Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know you could be doing something else with your very valuable time. You've chosen to spend it with me, and I'm so grateful for that. Thank you so much for doing that. Hey, today I want to talk to you about uh, what we here at the Credible Leadership Group, we call the leadership equation. Uh, I have talked about the leadership equation on a number of times in this podcast, but uh, I was shocked at the revelation as I went through the list of podcast episodes. I was shocked to find out and notice that I've never done an episode where I specifically described uh, the leadership equation that we have, the mechanics of it, the mathematics of it, uh, the variables that are in the equation. Uh, I've talked about our leadership calculator on here uh, numerous times. And I've talked about the the equation that is behind that calculator, but I've never um, devoted an episode to kind of diving into our leadership equation, talking to you about the variables, the four variables that are in it, the math that is associated with those four, four variables, and explain to you why it's so important and why it can so effectively uh, help you measure your leadership. Now, before I dive into it, I, I do want to tell you that uh, while I am a, I consider myself a math nerd, I'm a computer science math uh, nerd, uh, this episode is not going to be all math nerdy on you, right? I'm not going to go crazy on you with the math. Uh, really, what I want to do is explain to you the the variables that are associated with our leadership equation and how they, they work together, how... Uh, the weight that each of those variables have in your leadership score, your leadership effectiveness. Um, so don't tune out just because we might be talking about math here. Uh, for those of you that may not be math oriented like myself, I promise we're not going to all nerd out on math here. Uh, but what I want to share with you is again, this leadership equation. And what I want you to recognize is that I, the equation that we've developed here it's really intended to answer the question, how do you measure leadership? How do you measure leadership? In all of my uh, work in in leadership development and leadership training, all of my clients, uh, the very first question that I will ask them is, well, well then, you know, how do you define leadership? You you want to bring me in with a workshop or, or speaking or, or something like that. And, and first of all, I need to understand, well, how do you even define leadership. And I get all sorts of, you know, answers to that question. Some of them are decent answers. Uh, some of them are, you know, non-answers basically that they don't answer the question at all. In fact, one of my favorites, and I get it quite often actually is, well, I don't know exactly how to define leadership, but I recognize it when I see it. Um, and that's meaningless. It, it doesn't do anything for us in terms of learning leadership. And it certainly doesn't do anything for us as it relates to measuring leadership. But the first question, how do you define leadership? And then I always follow it up with the second question, and that is, well, then, okay, how do you measure 
leadership. If, if you have an idea of how you're going to define leadership, well, then how are you going to measure leadership? And the answers that I get to that question are, are much the same, either uh, not at all, we don't measure leadership, or we don't know how to measure leadership. Sometimes they'll say, well, we don't know how, that's why we have you here. Um, uh, other times, uh, the answer to that question, how do you measure leadership? It, it, to me, it's a it's an answer that's thrown out there that that I believe are really the wrong metrics to be using for the purpose of measuring leadership. The, one of the most common answers to the question of how do you measure leadership is attrition. And I always, you know, my, my response to that is always, well, I understand, I, you know, I understand the philosophy of you're measuring attrition. I mean, the concept is, uh, or the principle that you're, you're working with there is that if attrition is high, then that means that people are leaving because they don't feel like they have a good boss or, or good leadership within the company. And, and it's playing on the, this, the saying, and, and it may be attributed to someone appropriately. I just don't know who at the moment, but there is a quote that says people don't leave bad companies. They leave bad bosses. Um, and so, you know, companies are using attrition. They're looking at attrition. And if they see that their attrition, attrition percentage is high, well, that's certainly a measurement. That's an indication that our leadership is bad. But my my challenge with that, my struggle with using attrition as a measurement of leadership is that to me, that is too late. To me, that's like looking at the scoreboard after the ball game is over and trying to change the score. You can't win the ball game now. The, the game is already over. You can't change the scoreboard. And that's how I feel about attrition. If you're looking at your attrition to measure your leadership, well, the game's over. It's too late. Because the way this works, when you have high levels of attrition, and especially when you have high levels of attrition because of bad leadership, your best team members are going to be the ones that leave first. And so the game's over. It's too late to measure your leadership now. Your best team members are already gone. And furthermore, uh, um, John Maxwell, in in a couple of actually of his great books, uh, one of his his, uh, his laws of leadership is the law of the lid. And, and basically what he says there is you're not going to um, it. Well, there's the law of the lid and also the law of attraction. They kind of mean the same thing. But basically what he's saying is you as the leader, you set the lid. You're not going to be able to raise team members to a higher level than you are as a leader, you know, of skill set or knowledge or, or, or energy or anything like that. Right. But also the law of attraction says, well, you're also not going to attract anyone better than you either. Uh, and so if you're looking at attrition, you've got your best team members, they've already left. Well, now you're not, when you've got a backfill, right? You got to bring those, those, some new team members onto your team where you're not going to be bringing in the highest level of team members either. All right. So that's why attrition is such a poor metric to look at for the purpose of measuring leadership. And so it was, it was this second question that I'm always asking that was kind of the genesis of the effort to put together a, a method by which we could provide for uh, our clients to in real time, measure their leadership in an objective way. So the first part here in real time, 
right again, I, I don't want to be looking at the scoreboard at the end of the game to try to determine if my leadership was good. I don't want to be looking at the end of the year and realizing we missed our sales goal to determine if my leadership throughout the course of the year was correct. I don't want to be looking backwards. In, instead, I want to be looking at right now, the moment right now, real time, I want to be able to measure my leadership. But also in addition to that, especially for those clients that we were, we were working with, I want to be able to provide an objective measurement of leadership. Because when we provide criticism or, or something that when we provide feedback to someone that in some way is subjective, then the person receiving that oftentimes will become defensive against that, right? So if, if I were to give you an assessment of your leadership and I were to say, well, you know what? I feel like you could do better at communicating here, or I feel like you could do better at this over that. Well, your kind of natural and, and initial reaction to that is, well, that's your opinion. Right, so you you kind of already build up this this natural defensiveness against an assessment that is subjective in some way. And what I love about math, what I love about our leadership equation, is that it gives you a number. And there's nothing more objective than a number. It's just simply a number. And the beauty is that when we have a number, we can easily watch that number grow, increase, and recognize that it's getting better, right? So that's why I love this leadership equation. That's why I love the objectiveness that is in this equation. Now, I will say this. One of the, one of the downsides, I think, if you will, to getting a number here and, and equating that to your, your leadership effectiveness is that we far too often, we want to take a number and we want to uh, equate it to an academic scale, right? So if I get a 90 to 100, then I have an A, right? 80 to 90, that's a B and so forth. Uh, well, I will just tell you that our leadership equation, it doesn't give you such a number, right? It doesn't give you a 95 and you can say, oh, I'm doing great uh, because I have an A, if you will, right? It's not equivalent to an academic scale. It is simply, it's not a random number. It's certainly a calculated number. But to you, it's simply a number. And what it represents, it represents, if this is if it's the first time that you're using our leadership equation, it represents the baseline. It represents a baseline number, a starting number. And then you can go and do the things to improve your scores in the four variables that I'm going to describe to you that are in the equation. You can go and do, take the action and do the things necessary to increase your scores in those four variables. And now you can watch you know, as it's fed into the leadership calculator, it's fed into the leadership equation, you can watch your leadership score grow. You can watch it increase. Right again, there's nothing more objective than that. So that was our goal with the leadership equation was to provide you a way to in real time and objectively measure your leadership effectiveness. Now, again, as I said, it's it's based on the four variables that we always teach in in leadership. All of our leadership development teachings are surrounding these, these four variables. And again, against many misconceptions about leadership, you won't see title in the, in the equation. You won't see authority or rank or, or position. You won't see any of those kind of attributes, those kind of variables in our equation. 
In our equation, we teach the four variables of leadership, and I'll go through them quickly and then kind of come back and explain them to you. But uh, we teach credibility, competence, your motive, and your relationships, right? Credibility, competence, motive, and relationship. Now, let me first kind of tell you what all four of those variables are, and then I'll uh, I'll kind of describe for you how they uh, work together in the leadership equation. So first of all, credibility. Credibility is your track record or your history of some type of success, right? So your team members that are looking at you at a, at, as a leader, can they identify some type of history, some type of track record of success, okay? So that's credibility. Competence, competence is your knowledge and your skill set related to your ability to achieve success in, in whatever the field, right? So if you are a salesperson, salesman, maybe you're now a sales manager, your team members are going to be looking at you. Are you competent as a salesperson, right? Do you have the knowledge and the skill to successfully sell whatever the product is that you and your team are selling, right? So that's competence. Motive, motive is the the answer to the question, why do you want to be a leader, right? And it's uh, it specifically pertains to your team members' perception of why you want to be a leader, because your team members are always asking themselves, does do, do you want to be in leadership for selfish reasons or selfless reasons, right? So that's your motive, why you want to be a leader. And then lastly, we have relationship. And what this is, relationship is the is the level of knowledge that you have about your team members as people, not as team members, but as people. How much do you know about each of your team members on a personal level? Not just, you know, what are their contributions to the team or what are their deliverables or what is their performance? How's their performance going? It's not how much you know about what they are doing in the team. It's more about how much do you know about them as a person? How much do you know their family? How much do you know their hobbies and so forth? That is relationship. Now, that, so again, that, that's the four variables, credibility, competence, motive, and relationship. Now, let me describe for you mathematically how these four variables uh, align with one another, okay? Because when I talk about the math, it's going to kind of, you know, show you which one of these four variables are kind of more important as it relates to its impact on your leadership score. Okay. So first of all, we have credibility. Credibility is then added to competence, right? So we have your credibility score. We have your competence score. Those two are added together. Now that sum is then divided by your motive, that sum of credibility and competence is then divided by your motive. Now, it, it, again, I'm not going to nerd out too much on the math, but certainly you recognize that if a number is in the denominator, right, it's a fraction. So if it's in the denominator, the higher that number on the bottom is, the smaller the whole thing is, becomes, right? You know, um, so uh, one fourth is smaller than one half, right? One over four is smaller than one over two. Again, I'm not getting too too nerdy in the math there, I hope for you. 
But being that motive is in the denominator, you recognize that you want your motive score to be as low as possible. To, to, you want your motive score to be as small as possible. Now, what that means is the way we measure motive is we measure motive in this light. How much does your team perceive your leadership to be selfish in nature, right? How much do they believe, does your team believe that you're in leadership for your own sake, for your own good, right? How much do they believe? If they believe that at a high level, then that motive number that's in the denominator is going to be a really high number, and that's going to obviously greatly decrease your leadership score, right? So how much does your team members question your motives as being selfish? That's motive. That's in the denominator. Okay, so we've got credibility. That's added to competence. That sum is then divided by motive. And then lastly, the entire thing, that you know, the, the credibility plus competence divided by motive, all of that is now multiplied by relationship. That's the leadership equation. Credibility plus competence divided by motive, and then all of that multiplied by relationship. Now, relationship is, is important, again, because it's a, it's a relationship based on how much you know that, that individual, that team member as a person, right? Now, the reason it's multiplied in the equation is because good relationships can help you overcome shortcomings in any of the other three variables, okay? So I just talked about motive, for instance, and, and if your team members believe your motives to be selfish, then you know, your, your motive score there is going to be really, really high, then, and that's bringing down your score. But then if that's then multiplied by a relationship score that is also really high, then it's going to kind of offset. It's going to compensate for that. And, and the way that plays out is this. So you have a team member, and, and let's say you, you have a task that no one likes to do, but it's, it has to be done. And one of your team members, you go to that team member and you say to him, hey, I, you know, I've got this thing. I know, I know you don't want to do it, but it, it's got to get done. I need you to do this and I need you to do it right away. The first, you know, initially what's going through that team member's mind are questions like, well, why is he asking me to do that? Well, you know, what have I done to, to make him angry? Or what have I done to deserve uh, him giving me the, this task, or why didn't he give this task to someone else, right? So there's these questions going on in that team member's mind, and those questions are kind of leading that team member down the path of you have selfish motives in making the decision to ask you know me to do this task. But then relationship comes into play. So again, if you think about the kind of the thought process that's going through your mind, well, what did I do to deserve to have to do this task? But then the next thing that comes into your mind is, well, you know, but I, I know him really well. I've got a really good relationship with him. I trust him. I know he's got my best interest at heart. So I'm going to go and I'm going to go and do this task. So you see how relationship just overcame a, a possible shortcoming uh, in motive, right? And it can do the same for credibility. It can do the same for competence as well. And so that's the, that's the mathematics behind our leadership equation. We take credibility, we add to that competence, we divide both of those by motive, and then we multiply the entire thing by relationship. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, 
well, how do you score credibility? How do you score confidence and motive and relationship? Uh, and that is where our leadership calculator comes in. I've talked to you uh, every single week that I've been on this podcast for months now. I've talked to you about our leadership calculator. And that's where we have an assessment. Uh, worked with a really, really good friend of mine. She is a PhD in organizational psychology. Work with her to uh, build a, a an assessment, a survey, basically, and the questions in the, that survey, you don't necessarily know which variable it's aligning to, but all of those questions align to one of those four variables such that when you take the assessment, it then puts your responses to the assessment into the leadership equation. And then, as I said earlier, it gives you back a number, right? And, and you get so much more than just a number from the leadership calculator. You get a, a report that talks to you about exactly how you can improve your um your leadership score based on on your results and so forth but it gives you that number from the leadership equation that is real-time objective score of your leadership effectiveness to even further that we make available to you the opportunity to send the calculator to those that you're that you're leading to your team or you could you could send it to peers as well leaders other leaders that you are are peers with uh, you have the opportunity, uh, after you've taken the leadership calculator, you then have the opportunity to send that to as many people as you would like and get their response. Have them take the assessment on your behalf, and now you have a leadership score from each of your team members. And, and I'll just say this. You taking the leadership calculator for yourself, it's good. It's important. I certainly encourage you to do that. But I'll just tell you, the value is found in your team members taking the assessment on your behalf, because much like motive, it's really about what is what what is their perception of your leadership. You certainly recognize that we tend to have a a greater perception of ourselves than others might have, right? And so, especially when it comes to abilities at, at work and so forth, so your perception of your leadership is great. It's a good start, but the value is really in your team members and their assessment of your leadership, their assessment of your leadership score. And again, our leadership calculator affords you the opportunity to, uh, to get that 360 review, if you will, of your leadership. So I, I encourage you to take advantage of it. Uh, you can head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator. And that uh, is where you can utilize our leadership calculator. It's a free tool. And just know that underneath the hood is our leadership equation that is used to measure your leadership effectiveness. So, so I hope you'll take advantage of that. Again, credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator is where you can take advantage of that. And let me say also, uh, before I let you go, you need to subscribe to the podcast. I hope you already are. If you're not, you need to do that. The next few episodes, we're going to deep dive into each of the four variables of this leadership equation. We're going to talk about uh, in deeper detail what that variable is and probably more importantly, how do you improve that variable in your leadership? So that'll be the next four episodes in the podcast. So be sure you subscribe so you do not miss a single episode. Thanks so much again for tuning in. Be sure you take advantage of our leadership calculator. And until I talk to you again next week, we'll be talking about credibility. I want you to know that I love you. 
because that's what leaders do. Oh, and if you want to know more about why I just said that, go listen to episode number 72. It explains it all. But I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended. But never fear, you can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.